Welcome to Fireside Nets with Spen and Pete. We are your Brooklyn Nets podcast for everything Nets news, Nets opinions, and so much more. I'm Spen, he's Pete, and we have officially reached the end of the offseason where we just have fucking pandemonium and madness everywhere, Pete. Oh, my goodness. It just seems over the last, what, like 24 hours, everyone's starting to get their... uh, I guess their class in order, getting the rosters in order. We're hearing some rumors. We're hearing this. We're hearing that. Teams are coming out of nowhere. Players are all of a sudden wanting to switch teams because they can't get a deal done. This is wild. I like it, though. Can I tell you the difference that I've noticed between, you know, the end of this offseason and any other offseason? And you tell me if I'm wrong or not. I feel like podcasting – mainly NBA basketball podcasts in general from former players are at such a high in terms of viewability. And, and, you know, I'm almost taking in JJ Reddick clips and Paul George clips and Steven, you know, Steven Jackson and uh, Matt Barnes's podcast. I'm taking in their clips every single day. And I, I feel like we're at a juncture in time where they're almost as loud as these Woj bombs and as ESPN updates, t- tell me I'm wrong. Tell me you're feeling that too. No, you're, you're not wrong. You're not, you're hundred percent right. This kind of reminds me of a, a very short story. Back in the day, Red Barber, this guy uh, used to do the Brooklyn Dodger games, right? My dad sends him a letter, wants to say, you know, I want to get into baseball broadcasting. All the way back in the fifties, he said, one day the players are going to become the broadcasters. And now we have the players becoming the podcasters. And it's very interesting to see this quote unquote new media grow, Uh, but I'm here for it. I love it. The more the merrier. Well, I love it because it gives guys like Giannis and Dame Lillard platforms to say whatever they want. Now, I don't know if what Giannis said was on a podcast. I know that Damian Lillard was on, um, these aren't former basketball players, but Cameron and Mesa's show. Mm. And he was he was talking about, you know, the offseason. He made a comment. I think he said he'd love to finish his uh finish his career in Portland in a perfect world. Now we all know that that's not gonna happen right now. But Pete, let, let, let's get into some of these actual updates because there's just woge bombs dropping everywhere. So so hit us with that that first sort of story out there. Yeah, like you said, we got Woj bombs dropping everywhere. Guys going on different shows, different podcasts. I don't know if you saw the thing with Giannis, but then Giannis had a thing earlier in the week also. He's saying that uh, he might leave because he wants to win. Knicks fans went crazy. Nets fans went crazy. NBA's on watch. And then, like you said, Dame, time's ticking. Time's ticking. We got, what, two weeks before training camp? They got to make a deal. And... uh There was lots of talk. I think Jake Fisher said Tyler Hero might be coming to the Nets in in a deal. We might be seeing Toronto try to jump in to get Dame. There's just a a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I thought this was very interesting. This is Mike Grinch from Sportsnet. That's a Canadian sports, uh, sports network. He actually said that 
the Raptors feel they can outbid Lillard's other preferred locations, Miami and Brooklyn. We kind of felt like the Nets were out of it, no? But now they're uh, – it's kind of weird. Yeah, first off, like, Toronto needs to just chill the fuck out and just stop bothering everybody. Masai Ujiri, I, I, I'm just tired of them, man. Like, Kawhi's not on your squad anymore. You, you guys are a – you know, the Raptors are known as, like, that tough team, right? That that tough physical team that nobody wants to play. What have they done since Kawhi's been gone? Nothing. They, they pushed the Sixers to, uh, I think, a six – Six-game series two years ago, and then I don't think they made the playoffs last season, right? Uh, I don't think so, man. I'm, I'm I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, so I just, you know, if you're Dame Lillard, like, you really want to go to Toronto to play with Pascal Siakam and Scotty Barnes? I mean, nothing against those guys. Siakam's a great talent, but I don't know. Like, I, I just don't think that that's a destination he wants to go to. And obviously, we've seen the reports out there that Dame will try to request a trade to Miami if he's not traded to Miami. So I, I don't know. If you're Toronto, I just don't get it. You you, you have a, a nice young piece with Scotty Barnes. I think I think Ujiri has that like problem where he he won't just rebuild and get younger and he wants to try to win now. If you make a trade for Dame, like a Damian Lillard, Scotty Barnes, Siakam team, I just I don't buy that in the East. No, I, I don't either. Why would, like you said, why would he want to go to Toronto and players go to Toronto and there's certain things that we kind of forget about as fans. People don't want to go through, like, you know, the border clearance every time you have to go play a game. Like, there, there is something to that. There is something to going back and forth. There is something to all of this of going to play in Canada that some fans don't like. They like the crowd. Great fan base, right? I think we both can agree with that. But uh, I don't. I, I can't see this happening at all, bro. I'm gonna say something pretty mean. And Uh-oh. if you're a Raptors fan, I'm sorry. But here's the truth: Vince Carter started his career there, did not end it there. Wanted out, got traded to the Nets, played for a variety of different teams before the end of his career. Chris Bosh, franchise player, decides to to go to Miami. You know, um, Kawhi Leonard won a championship there was gone the next season. Like, like I, think about it. Those are three franchise players, the Raptors, that had no intention of staying in Toronto. I, I, I know, obviously Vince Carter was traded, so it was different, but like, I don't know. I, I'm sure they traded him because they knew when he was a free agent, he was going to bolt. There, there's just something about Toronto that doesn't, I, I feel like stars just don't want to sign there long-term. So, I don't see Dame in Toronto. Um, obviously, the you know you read the, the report that they can put together a better package than Brooklyn. I don't think Brooklyn's interested in Dame Lillard. We talked about that at nauseum in the beginning of the offseason, but it just doesn't make sense for the Nets. You, you believe in Mikhail and, and Cam Johnson. You, you're drafted young. You're not going to give up your young assets and future picks for an aging superstar in Damian Lillard, who, again, has expressed no real desire to play with the Nets. We know he's boys in Mikhail Bridges, that's fine. I'm glad they're friends, but, and I believe he has said in the past in one of those interviews, he said like he wouldn't mind playing in Brooklyn. Uh, I just don't think that makes sense. Now the Tyler hero stuff is interesting because the report came out that if hero were to be on the move, the Brooklyn nets would have interest in Tyler hero. So, so Pete, 
given this information, and this is kind of the, I, I think the first we've heard of them, you know, having interest in Hero. Would you want to be part of a of a Dame deal to Miami that involves Hero on the move? And and if so, does he fit with the future Nets plans? That's a good question. I think a lot of people forget how young he is. He still is only 23 years old. He's 6'5", 195. He's played in a, I don't know, have a boatload of playoff games. Like, this guy is tested. This guy can't shoot. Last year, he put up 20 points, five rebounds, four assists, 43% from the field, 37% from three. I think he's a career 40% shooter from three. Uh, great guy for a team that's sort of like us, sort of like on the cusp, but we kind of want to grow a little bit more. But that contract is killer. I saw Jay from BK and Nets Daily just going back and forth about that contract. Let, let me look that up right now. And let me tell me if this would scare you off. Next year, $27 million, then $29, $31, and then at $26, $27, million. Does that scare you? It scares it scares me off a little bit. It also scares me that the Heat are so willing to move on from a talent like Tyler Hero. Only twenty three. Like, why do they want to get rid of him so bad? Yeah, there, there's got to be something there. Um, having said that, I think from a basketball perspective, I think he would fit perfectly. If we were to give up Dinwiddie and acquire Hero, so the starting lineup is something like Simmons, Hero, Mikhail, Cam, and Claxton. I just like Hero's fit more than Dinwiddie in that starting roster because because Hero is a true two, whereas Dinwiddie is a one that can play off the ball and and be a sort of a combo guard, one B to to Simmons is one A, um it, from a point guard perspective. But I like Hero a lot. The Nets don't have a ton of three point shooting. He'd be a nice addition. Um, over, I mean, look, it comes down to like who do you think is a better player, Spencer Dinwiddie or Tyler Hero? I'm going to tell you why you're 100% wrong right now. And that you're 100% wrong. Listen, is he a better fit on, you know, on the starting lineup? Yes. But then we kind of go into the weeds. What if Ben Simmons gets hurt? Who's the point guard? We like Dennis Smith Jr., right? We like him. But do you want him starting 50 games for you in a bad situation? Probably not. Can you get more than I'm, – okay, I'm going to say Spencer Dinwiddie's going to get traded at the deadline – I've been saying this over and over. I think he could fetch at least two first-round picks. I don't think you can get two first-round picks for Tyler Huber right now because of the contract. I really don't. So for the Nets, you can kind of see see what the layout is. You could trade Dinwiddie. I don't think he's going to get extended. But overall, the only better fit, I, I would say, is on the starting lineup and only in the starting lineup. I get what you're saying. I, I mean, Dinwiddie did a great job of running point in the second half of last year. So we, we've seen the evidence. We know that if Simmons is out, uh, Dinwiddie can can run this offense and, and run it well. I still like Hero more than him. I, I just do. Hero's been to a finals. Uh, I like that. Dinwiddie has not. Um, and I, I don't hate the, the moves that Mark's made in the offseason in terms of like, look, we know Cam Thomas – not the best point guard can handle the ball a little bit. Um, Dennis Smith, I think he can. Yeah, I don't think so. I think you're. I don't even know how you'd even say that. That's wild. 
He's not horrible, yeah. don't get me wrong. But do you want him starting 50 games at point guard? Well, hold on. Time out, time out. I got to look at it. But you're talking about Simmons is like impending doom. Like he's like guaranteed no, no. to get hurt. If we're gonna if we're gonna believe in Ben Simmons, then we have to commit, right, Pete? No, I'm a doomsday prepper. I, I'm someone that believes you gotta be prepared for anything. There's a long season. These guys don't stay healthy anymore, bro. If you're not Mikel Bridges, you're not making it like most of the season without some bumps and bruises. This guy has a bad back sometimes. You gotta prepare. How how are you gonna feel if we trade Dinwiddie and then you know great Tyler Hero great I'm happy he's gonna fit perfectly you're right it fits better with the roster but then who's gonna be your point guard if shit happens if shit doesn't happen would I want Tyler Hero on the team more than Dinwiddie maybe probably it's a good point I, I mean again we're we're preparing for a yeah, key I'm player a in the player. roster to get hurt you at that point I mean if you now no but if you end up trading Dinwiddie and something happens to Simmons like I feel like there are guys on the on the market that you can pick up that can play backup point guard no but I, you're talking about a starter so you, you're saying yeah uh, it's an interesting debate I, I guess we can go all day with this um of course. Wait, what do you want to talk about next I gotta cut you off do you see the Buddy Hill thing I did I did I don't love I mean like again, if you want Buddy Hield, you have to move Dinwiddie. So now you're just you're, yeah. we're kind of talking about Tyler Hero, but like a, a more established veteran, one of the best three point shooters in the last five to six years. Um, I don't hate Buddy Hield defensively; he's not the best. Neither is Hero. I don't know. He, he doesn't move the needle for me. Also, has there been any sort of rumblings about Brooklyn being interested in, in dealing for him? No, not at all. I don't think a deal gets done. He's making nineteen point two million. How old do you think Buddy Heald is? I just want to see if he could, off the top of your head. Twenty nine, close thirty. I thought he was a little bit younger, but man, two three years ago, I would have loved a deal like that. Now, not so much. I think you're right, but it was. In- I I can't lie. For a second, I was thinking, man, he would look really good next to Bridges. He would look really good next to Ben. But I don't think it happens. I think you're right. Yeah, I think that's Twitter's crazy like that, right? We hear any sure. sort of player that's that's a a top seventy five player is interested in, um, you know, jumping ship from their team. We immediately throw our hat in the ring, and and rightfully so. Sean Marks has been pretty aggressive in terms of going out and 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 getting key rotation guys and getting new starters over the last few years. So why wouldn't Brooklyn be in the mix, right? I think you have to check out every option. I think Sean Marks does that to a point, but uh, he's not on our timeline. That's that's case closed. That's all you got to say. That's fair. Uh, I want to respond to the, the few comments we're getting on YouTube. Claude Smith writes, Hero is an unknown. Let's go with continuity. We need Spencer more than Hero. So you got Claude Smith agreeing with you. Uh, we're not oh moving God. in with Ben has to show me on the court what he's going to be. So uh, Claude reiterating a lot of what Pete said. And then uh, un- Undercover wrote, my dogs, oh my I need heavy Jacques Vaughn slander all year. I'm well, kidding. He's crazy. I, I, I know him from Twitter. He's, he's a good guy, but he's he's crazy. He slanders everybody. But you got to give Jacques Vaughn a chance, man. You got to give him a chance. Last year was not fair. Do you agree that he had a fair shot last year, Sven? You can't possibly agree, right? 
No, I, I think that he was put in an extremely uncomfortable situation. He had a top three team in the league for half the season. And then he had like a borderline top 15 team, right? Like, uh, you know, the, the nets are probably around like 15 to 20. So um, I, I don't think he did a terrible job last year given what he, what he had, but uh, this coming season, I mean, look, I don't see the nets making a coaching change unless they make an entire like roster turnaround which I, I I don't see happening. So I like Shock Fox. I, I think he's a decent coach. Yeah, I wanted Eme, but um, like you said, I, I'm, I'm steady here. Uh, man, who would he even replace Shock with? I don't even know. That's another rabbit hole for another time, though. Yeah, let's give the guy a shot. Um, we kind of glossed over like one of the, one of the big big stories, but uh, Giannis, you brought it up talking about wanting to switch switch teams eventually to try to win a championship. I actually saw a report that the Bucks might be interested in trying to bring Lillard over, which I would be a that. very cool duo, him and him and Giannis. But uh, yeah, what, what do you make of that? Do you do you think the Nets would have a shot at at a guy like Giannis, who, you know, I don't want to say single handedly, but like was a huge reason a why the Bucks won won the finals a few years ago, and then b why he beat the you know Kevin Durant. And the the limping nets in seven games, uh, I just think it'd be a wild storyline for for the guy who sort of ended the big three to uh, to want to come and and try to win a title here. Yeah, man, I, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this. He's a great player, but then you look at his numbers and say, man, like he sometimes he can't hit the three, he can't shoot at the free throw line sometimes. But this guy's like a perennial all you know all world player. I don't. I think there's a chance it could happen. I don't see it happening. I think the Nets are going to cash in eventually on one guy. I don't think it's going to be Giannis. I see Giannis going to the Knicks, man. I, I don't know why. I just got that bad feeling in my stomach. No way. I don't. I don't buy it. By the way, Pete, it's it's Giannis. Whatever. Shut up. Giannis, bro. With what? Like pretend it's a Y. Giannis. Let me say it right there now. you go. Giannis. Bro. Giannis. This, guy, this guy over here. He's good. He's a Giannis Antetokounmpo. Give him – no, put him in the Nets jersey. The guy will freaking dominate, bro. Bridges off ball. Giannis in the freaking post. Little handoff. Bridges from, from, from 10 feet away. Give it to him. Question. Mud. Those two would be phenomenal together. Question. Would Ben, Giannis, and Claxton be able to work in a starting lineup considering the lack of shooting? Absolutely not. You'd probably have to move Ben or Claxton at that point. Probably Ben. I agree. But yeah, that would be a say. terrible shooting lineup. I mean, unless you move We're Claxton for Lopez. Don't even start with that. <laughs> Don't even start with that. That's another rabbit hole. But I see him going to the Knicks. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like, in the sense that they're due for somebody. We've been saying that for a while, and, and uh, I don't know. I'm scared. He kind of, it kind of. Where else would you see him going? They say Golden State. I can't see Golden State. No, he's not. He's not. So, if you listen to Giannis talk about his relationships with guys in the league, he he kind of talks like Tom Brady in the sense that he's like, I don't have any friends in the league. I'm not palling around with guys, you, you know, on the Lakers, the Warriors, or, or the Knicks, or this and that. He's he's as serious a, comp- a, a competitor as it gets. And um, 
I, I don't think that he would go somewhere that has been a threat to him over the years. Like the this Brooklyn team is not the same team that he played in, in the playoffs a few years ago. You know, one one might argue he literally ended the big three. Um, you you look so. at what you say. I think you're right. I think you can make a very strong argument. Right, like he's not going to the Suns. He's not pulling a KD. I, I don't. It's funny. I, I love Giannis. I don't think he would make sense in Golden State. Like that. Like their offense is so off ball movement. Um, with with Draymond kind of being the point forward there, Giannis would just sort of he'd slow the, the offense down a little bit. Um, but yeah, listen, if, if, if the Nets can somehow get a superstar in the next year, Pete, do you understand how incredible that would look given everything that's happened with KD Harden and Kyrie for the Nets to come back less than like two years later and acquire a top five player in the NBA? That would be fucking ridiculous. Of course. That's why it's a fantasy though. It is a fantasy. <laughs> I'm just putting out the flame and being Mr. Uh, Mr. Re- too realistic with this stuff. What, so. what you're doing is you're getting me excited, Pete. You're, you're making me you're imagine right. Giannis in a Brooklyn Nets jersey, and uh, you know I, I just don't need to be doing that. Um, one more thing from Undercover. Uh, Cam Thomas, 28 points per game as a starter. If you ever got that opportunity, feel free to cook me if I'm capping. What is it, 28 points? Yeah. Uh. I think you're capping only because he's not going to get that that amount of shots. Yeah, I also like you look at Kyrie's numbers since he joined Brooklyn. Kyrie's averaging like twenty seven point nine points per game over the last like three four years. Do we really think Cam Thomas is going to average Kyrie numbers for a season? There's just That's no fucking point. way. There's no fucking way. Um, all right, Pete, talk to me about some some other things we need to go over with this Brooklyn Nets team. All right, some news came out about training camp. It's going to be split up between Brooklyn and Vegas. Of course, the Nets have their first preseason game in Vegas against the Lakers. I think media day is going to be October 2nd. Then the 3rd through the 6th, they're going to be in Brooklyn at HSS. And then the 7th and 8th, they're going to go to Vegas to finish up their training camp. Did I misspeak? All right. Yeah. No, that that, that makes sense. Um, I'm looking forward to those, I don't want to say low-level guys, but those like like six through 10 rotation players, the Darius Baisley's, the Dennis Smith juniors. Um, who is the rookie we got from Kansas? I'm blank. Jalen Wilson. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, you got it. You're right. You okay. Jalen Wilson. I know Noah Clowney is going to be in the G league a lot. I'm excited for when Darius Whitehead gets back. We know, you know, Capper loved Whitehead eventually when oh, that yeah. guy's healthy. Uh, who, who am I missing? Who are some other acquis- – oh, what about um, Trendon Watford? One of these guys, are, I think, is going to hit. Well, I don't know if it's going to be Watford. I don't know if it's going to be Jalen Wilson. But one of these guys are going to hit. And, you know, we know we're not going to see the starters a lot. But it's nice kind of seeing the, like, the roster and seeing how much depth that the team actually does have. I really want to see Dennis Smith Jr. I'm so hyped to see him just go and just, like, attack these guys on defense. I'm really hyped for that. You know, I could remember Jalen Wilson's name. It's it's a few reasons. A, since the NFL started, I have every single NFL player in my head, so I have those names circulating. Haven't been paying as much attention to the Nets because outside of the rumors, there has not been a lot of news. So I, I said Jalen Wilson's name, and then I'm thinking, like, he's on the Nets, right? Like, I'm not thinking of another athlete. 
Oh, you you got it right. Oh, buddy, 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 buddy. It's been a long few weeks, but you know what? We're almost. I just want the regular season to start. You know, the Giants are very average at football, average at best. The Jets stink, which I find very laughable. And uh, I know that the Nets can be more competitive than both those two teams. I hope so. See the Liberty very very quickly. You're following the Liberty at all or no? Not closely, but from afar, I am. And then I just I, I see updates on Twitter and I like to read them. I like to watch highlights. Yeah, they're, they're doing pretty well. They're uh, in the second round. They lost game one. Not great. They're going up against the uh, Connecticut Sun. I'm not the biggest Liberty fan, but right now it's the basketball that I need. And, you know, you can't go against the New York team, especially one that plays in Brooklyn. But listen, man, I, I need the Nets. You need the Nets. I think we all need the Nets. It's been a long off season. I'm just ready for all this to start. Uh, I don't know if you saw this on NBA TV. I saw this stuff, and I thought it was very, very funny. They gave us some Nets classics. NBA TV does 30 teams in 30 days. The whole day is kind of given to a team. A couple classic games are put in. People watch it, whatever. The list of the games I thought was hilarious because it felt like someone who was not a Nets fan kind of set this up. I'm going to tell you the games. Tell me what you think about it. Okay, I'm listening. Okay, so we have the 2003 NBA Finals, Spurs-Nets game four. That game was in New Jersey. I think it was the only sellout maybe for the Nets in that finals. That's game one. Game two is Clippers and Nets, February 6th of this year. That was the Camp Thomas 47-point game. Then Harvard Classic, Nuggets versus Nets, 1976 ABA Finals game six. Nets win last ABA championship. I mean, who can forget? Oh, of course. I was me and you were best friends back then, watching the team. It was it was a great time. Smoking cigars and drinking moonshine. Of course. Back to the O three finals, game two, and then uh, the last one I think is has to be up there. Twenty twenty one, Bucks Nets game five, the KD explosion, triple double, heroic, the AKA him game, probably his best game as a net. Obviously, his best game as a net. What do you what do you think about those uh, those games? I'm kind of iffy on them. I kind of don't like it. I'm a little upset, to be honest. Uh, I, you know, there were a lot of games with those kid kid teams that they're leaving out, right? Like I think of that Celtics comeback when the Nets were 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 dead to right back in the or wait a minute, was that the Celtics coming back from the Nets? Now I'm the getting Celtics confused. Came back to beat the Nets. Yeah, so not not that game. Well, okay. You The one game I was thinking of was the Karis Levert Celtics game from a few years ago. That was sick. Um, are we going to list our games? Is that part of this segment? Yes, it is. Okay, so I'm going to keep I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. But um Okay. I just I don't know. It, it was an interesting selection. Like, yeah, this the Spurs final was was great. So, cool to pick two games from that. Um, the Cam Thomas game was kind of random. No, that was so weak. That's the worst one, right? Yeah, like three 40 point games. Like, that's the one you just bizarre. Well, wait, um, Emma, the Nets lost the game also. Keep that in yes. mind. Yes, no, I remember that. And, and the whole <laughs> knock, Cam Thomas had 40 points like three or four times, and they were all in losses. It's so ridiculous. Why would they put a loss in a Nets Classics game? I don't like, know. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it sounded like they're just kind of like. Well, hey, no one's going to watch this day. Let's just pick five random games. We'll throw a 76 ABA finals game in there and call it a day. That's whack. 
I'm going to go over my five. Are you ready? You think? Okay. I'll, I'll think of five. I got you. Feel free to copy me. I, I, I had a little time. Spen did not. So we'll, we'll forgive him if he messes up. First one for me, for Pete's Nets Classics. I had a copy of them. 03 Finals Game 4. For the same reason that they, they kind of had it. Probably, is it? Yeah, that's the last NBA Finals win that the Nets had. We have to put that in. It was a sellout, a great game. I think they won by one point. That was a, I wish I would have seen that game live. Second game, November 21st, 2008. Vince Carter's game-winning dunk at Toronto. This is with Devin Harris and VC. And if you guys remember, Vince Carter ties the game. Uh, yeah, he hit a three as time was expiring, I think. And then in overtime, time expires again. Game-winning dunk. I think it was over his like over his head, and he just threw it in. You remember that game? I do. No, that was that was that was an incredible. Uh, that was a J Kid pass, right? No, actually, I think Devin Devin Harris was on the team then. I thought J Kid was on the team. There's another. He had a couple game winners against Toronto. I was a little nervous putting that one because I didn't think a lot of people might remember it. But I'm happy you remember it. Okay, there you go. There, then I'm thinking of another game where Carter hit the game winning three against Toronto. Yeah, he did. That's a uh, that was his second game back against Toronto after the Nets trade. But I'm okay. going to go to my third now. March 2018, the 25 point comeback in Sacramento. Nets are down by 25 points in the fourth quarter. They come back. Rondé Hollis Jefferson hits the game winner. I did uh, the KD game, game five, Nets Bucks, and my last one. I did the Paul Pierce block game in game seven. What, what do you think of mine? Uh, I, I try to spread it around a little bit, but I'm a little nervous. Some fans may not like my list. No, I like it a lot. I think it's a it's a solid list. Um, I definitely I definitely fuck with that list. I like it. Oh yeah, thanks, bro. What do you got? Okay, so <laughs> I got four right now, and I'll think of a fifth quickly. Uh, I mentioned it earlier: the Karis Levert game against the Celtics. I think he put up 50 in that game. They 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 he beat a, a really good Celtics team. Uh, that was pretty cool to watch. Number two, and this is no particular order. These are just games that come to mind. James Harden's game against the Phoenix Suns. I was going to put that. That's one of my honorable mentions. Good one. They had no reason winning that game. Uh, Kyrie was out. KD was out. Harden just put him on his back, and he had only been there for a few weeks, so that was pretty cool. Um, I had the Vince Carter game winning three against Toronto where I don't, he did something cool afterwards, but like he had, he had such a, he would always just destroy them. And, uh, kid was still on the team. So we were talking about two yeah. different games. I, I don't remember no, what year that was. I know. Might've been like, Oh, four, Oh five, maybe um, actually. Oh, six. Yeah. Okay. So it was before kid left for, okay. Gotcha. Correct. You're um, right. That was a sick game. I have the Jason Kidd against the Pistons, that like mid-range shot he hit. Yeah, the game winner, yeah. Was that 04? Yes, it was. It was right after the Spurs uh, finals year. That was the next year, I think. Was it? Oh, no, I might be wrong. It's either 03 or 04, but I know what you're talking about. That was a great game, too. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, That's four games. What would you say? We're both exhausted right now. We're dying out here. 
No, no, no. I just I, I'm trying to think of a fifth game, a fifth game that comes to mind. I mean, it's it's a little recency bias, but uh <laughs> that one game where the big three played against Chicago. I was gonna that's another one. You know what I was gonna put? I went to I think it was game two against the Celtics in 2021. The Nets blew out the Celtics, but I was gonna put it just because I just wanted a game with or like the big three in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think about that that Chicago Bulls game. Maybe it was two years ago. Um the Nets had like not played a lot, and they actually had lost a game or two before that. Uh, they weren't looking super good. Chicago was like looking incredible. That was the first year it was Levine, yeah. DeRozan, that team, and uh, the Nets just absolutely dominated them. Um, it was it was a bloodbath. Did you see Katie's picture after they took them out? They took the all the three, uh, the big three out, or a little early because it was a blowout, and he had this smile on his face that he just. It just looks wrong. They, they they did him dirty with that picture. I'm sure if you Google it, it'll pop up. It's a hilarious picture, but that was a great game. Also, that's you got you got some good picks. I'm putting you on the spot, so I'm impressed. I'm not gonna lie. Well, my whole thing was like I didn't want to pick a uh, a game against the look. I don't want to pick any games you picked, and I just like that. That's lame. Like I'm not gonna pick those same games. I know. I didn't want to pick any Bucks games because we lost that series. I didn't want to pick any Spurs games because. I just – I was the first time I ever cried because of a basketball game was when we lost that. I think with the Lakers, I was too young to understand. And then that next year, I was, like, so dialed in. And when they lost in six, I was I was in tears as, like, a, what, 10-year-old kid? So I think that's fair. But um, I think every game that I put, I remembered feeling amazing after those games, thinking that the team was going to dominate. So that's kind of how I – how I look at, at these top five games um, that I've watched as a Nets fan. They should have used your five a lot better than what they, they, they put up, but. Man. Well, I think both wow. of us, we touch, we touch on every single era after the kid era. I mean, I don't, I don't remember any games from the Kendall Gill or like the, even the, uh, the Kenny Anderson, Derek Coleman Nets. Like I'm, yeah. I, mean, I was not boss four or five years old when those guys were on the team. So I'm not going to remember those games. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wait, tell me. You don't remember any uh, Steph Marbury Nets games? Dude, you know, I, I, back then? Where aren't you're a little bit older than me, right? So yeah, yeah, I'm three years older than you. I think. Yes, I, I mean, like, no, I, I just, <laughs> I don't remember life for Jay Kid, man. That was when my my pops got season tickets. Uh, that was when shit started popping at the Meadowlands, and and New Jersey Nets basketball became an actual thing, right? Like. The Sopranos came out in 99. They were talking about the the New Jersey Nets in season like four or five in like 03 or 04. So, uh, yeah. Let's wrap up this bad boy. It's late. Let, let's just get to it, man. What's going on? Let's end this up. All right. All right. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks for, for staying with us late on a Monday night. We appreciate you. Uh, the regular season's not far away, so gear up. We're gearing up. We're going to be giving you the best gosh darn Nets content this side of the Mississippi River. And, uh, you know, thanks to everyone who tuned in. This is another edition of Fireside Nets with Spen and Pete. Pete, any final words? Not really. Let's go, Nets. I got an episode coming out later in the week, finally. I'm interviewing a legendary New York City head coach. Hopefully that's going to be done tomorrow. So check that out, at NetFans, you know, on YouTube. 
and Twitter, and uh, that's it. I'm trying to think. That's all. Let's go. Let's go next. Let's go. Catch you on the fireside, everybody.